Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. Me and Silent Bob would just like to announce that we will officially be hanging out in front of these stores again. Officially. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. Pay as you exit. Sweet deal. (laughs) We here on this week's episode talk television. And this week we're talking clerks, babe. Clark's the Animated Series, Season 1, Episode 1. But before we get into that, here is your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Just say hello. It's been a long time. I haven't heard from any of you. I'm sorry I've been away. How I've missed you all. <sighs> all right, let's talk TV. I mean, I haven't Yay. spoken to anybody about television, it's it, it, in a month. I've avoided talking to people about television just because I, I wanted to save it all for you guys. Aw, that's a lie. <laughs> I apologize. So, cheating on us, Chris. Hey, you picked this one. You're darn right, I did. And and I haven't watched this the show in a long time. It, it was a it was a fond return. It was a fond return. So, uh, tell me why. Uh, well, I mean, it was my turn to pick the episode you were coming back to, mm-hmm. and I know you like this show, and it was already <laughs> on my list of things to suggest, so <laughs> I, I went s- back and picked an episode. Now, picking this specific episode, that was kind of tough, because, look, there's only six episodes of this show, and they're all great for different reasons, <laughs> but I wanted to go with the first one because simply because of pay as you exit sweet deal <laughs> i i was trying to uh to explain to people you know the, the the inner workings of the clerk animated series and how they had some pretty impressive guest stars voice like do voices and <laughs> like charles barkley like charles barkley yes um but like alec baldwin was in this episode he was in most of the episodes he's leonardo leonardo he's leonardo leonardo and I then told someone that Patrick Swayze made an appearance on this show, but it was voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. And that person then went, what? And I went, all right. <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain. Looked like Patrick Swayze. Sounded like Gilbert Gottfried. It was a juxtaposition of things. <laughs> it was outstanding. <laughs> Didn't he run a pet store or something? I don't remember. <laughs> Anywho, this, yes, he was this, running the pet store. <laughs> this episode is the return of Leonardo. Leonardo. <laughs> I don't. I didn't remember that Clerks took place in Leonardo, New Jersey, but apparently it did. Um, it sure did. This is so much fun. <laughs> it's like okay, they're able to do certain things that most animated shows can't do because of the clerk's backdrop. 
Um, they can't go as far as they do in the in the movie because it was supposed to be on network television. Like mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob don't sell drugs. They sell fireworks. They just they, they just hang out <laughs> and sell fireworks. <laughs> they did rev <laughs> that looks like a giant bong. That looks like a giant bong. <laughs> that's the That's the ugliest damn bong I ever seen. <laughs> um the the cast all return, which is cool. You know, Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Holloran playing Randall and Dante, respectively. Jason Mewes voiced Jay. Silent Bob nodded as Silent Bob and did slight voiceover work at the end. Yeah, and the and the the, <laughs> and the, the what is it? What was the safety says things or whatever? That's where Charles Barkley where is. Charles Barkley appears, yes. The, I'm, the safety t- I'm Silent Bob, and I'm Charles Barkley, and that's all he gets to say. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> and he actually recorded that dialogue. <laughs> um, even, like, the... Okay, like, Walt Flanagan and, like, the friends, Brian Johnson, the guys from, like, what is, what's their show? Comic Book Comic Men. Book Men. Like they are the like the cartoon versions of them that are in the show are voiced by them as well, which is uh, Steve Dave in, in the uh, the scene where they're like in front of the, the the townsfolk, and he asks, "Well, what happens with the robot when the robots rise to power?" That's one of his <laughs> friends. <laughs> the seventy-two yes. point plan <laughs> to take over the world. I mean. It's it's very much like the movie in that sense, in that he's like, let let me just get all my friends together and make a thing. And that's exactly if someone said we want to make a cartoon about clerks, and they went, okay, let let's let's get the gang back together and and animate it. That's it. Um, <laughs> what's funny is is that this came out before, if I'm not mistaken, Kim Possible, and you see. Because it's the same art team that mm-hmm. did Kim Possible. You see where that art style comes from. Like they were they were working it out on Clerks. It's way smoother on Kim Possible. <laughs> this this show was doomed to fail. I don't think it made it past two episodes before it got canceled. I don't think so either. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, this yeah. was a terrible idea. <laughs> it, it's 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 existence just is confounding. <laughs> the source material does not jive with the network sensibility at all. Nope. And it's funny, and they know this because at the end of this episode, the stay tuned for next week's episode of <laughs> Clerks, and it just was the, bars. <laughs> like that's funny. Because, but also and, the previously on clerks <laughs> as the color bars that's pretty that's pretty darn funny what's even better is if if i'm not mistaken episode two is a flashback episode yes episode two <laughs> is a flashback episode to like the same scene over and over again or um nothing or sh- stuff they just made up i'm dante i'm the biggest idiot ever <laughs> with the cat yeah. swinging always the cat. <laughs> swinging a cat around by its tail this delightful i I wonder what would have happened with this show if it had existed like 15 years later now that we have like FXX and like things like BoJack Horseman and things like that. Like this could have been something in a different time. 
and a different time on a different network. I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, this was a Netflix show. That'd be something different. But this aired primetime ABC. Was it ABC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this was ABC. <laughs> wow. And that was a terrible idea. That's just that's just a wrong fit in every conceivable way. Yes, I concur with that statement. The uh, the like I said, the the it only made it two episodes, and then it got canceled. It got pulled off the air, and it's funny because uh, I want to say on IMDb they have the trailer for the DVD release of Clerks Uncensored, and it's it says this was only six episodes long, and you will see the four unaired episodes like. Out of they couldn't make it to six. Like that's it. Four never before seen episodes are included on this DVD, and it's probably a single DVD for an entire series. It, does that? Say, oh, it's 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 on two discs. Is it? Because that yeah. Well, they threw in all oh, this ridiculous oh. stuff. All the live <laughs> the action palatial segments. Palatial mansion. <laughs> the fat palatial Hollywood estate. We made with all our fat clerks' cash. We got mad money. <laughs> Yes, that was one thing that I do not have on my version on my computer. Is the oh, you don't have the actual DVDs of this? No, no, I do. I'm not. genuinely shocked by that. <laughs> I do not. I do. I did have them at one point in time because I do remember all of the the interstitials, if you will. And was it? It was Randall at the very end kicking them off the property, right? Yes. Yeah. It was <laughs> Jeff Anderson. The yeah. Jeff Anderson. If you're if you're a Kevin Smith fan, if you're a Clerks fan, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, this is fun and it's neat to see. Like if you were a diehard Clerks fan, I don't think this is a good fit because it takes the like like Karen said, it takes the Clerks sensibility and just tones it way down, which isn't what made Clerks what it was. Yeah. So, I find it difficult to believe there are many people out there who are hmm, Clerks fans, but not Kevin Smith fans. Well, uh, if you if you look at Kevin Smith's body of work, really hasn't done the same type of movie twice. And I mean, yes, granted, they all included dick and fart jokes, but you know, people like chasing Amy and don't like mall rats. I mean, it's just he's all over the place, and this is yet again another. Thing like a, a toned down version of Clerks, like I, I don't understand why it happened. I'm happy it did. Still don't understand why it did. Who is yeah, this it's for? Just, it's just so stinking strange. <laughs> um, it was fun to to revisit the rest of the episodes, though. I mean, it's a fast watch. It's three hours, and you you got the whole season under your belt. But it's. It is nutty. It is. It is. As far as they tried to push it and keep it within the realm of an ABC kind of thing, I give them props because it's a step pretty far outside of reality. It is. It is. But I mean, well worth the journey. A lot of fun. Oh, com- completely agree. <laughs> when the town is closing and like. The, the tumbleweeds roll by and, and the tumbleweed, <laughs> the tumbleweed store st- closes. <laughs> like it's those little bits that just <laughs> it's yeah, a lot it's of those fun. Little yeah, they get they get a uh, you know that that's where it shows its cleverness is little things like that. Mm-hmm. 
and we had I, a uh, sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead I was just going to say we had a message from a, a fan excited of, that we were going to talk about this show. Shout out to Anthony, um, who <laughs> said that, you know, he was excited to hear us talk about this because he feels like this show really stands up um, despite some uh, problematic content, shall we say? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I mean, I do think that was consistent with Randall's character. Yeah. The All the uh, sort of... Uh, the homophobic and uh, ableist remarks that he makes. And, like, Correct. But nobody calls him on it, which well, is a problem to me. Like, I guess with Randall at a certain point, there's no point in calling him on it. But still, it, it, for it to just exist and be like, well, that's what he does. Well, it's uh, also 15 it, plus years ago. Yeah. There's also that one gag where they call out in a negative yeah, the, way people who humor. call pe- call things retarded and he's like that's that what is it that's gay and retarded <laughs> yeah and they have the joke about the humanitas award like it's it's an award for st- stuff that doesn't call things you know <laughs> yes use those use those terms uh i don't know it just i mean it really it bothered me and i suppose given the time we just have to let it go but uh, it's always spoken it, it, by it, the fool it, and that's True. and that's the thing. Like you can't, you can't take him seriously, especially when most of the shit that's coming out of his face is just stupid. Like, and yeah, granted, even in the movie, you know, even, yeah, yes, even in the movie, it was sixteen years ago. It aired twentieth of February two thousand and one, and. This is like, and it is a toned down version of Clerks. So, it's a, it's the the show itself holds up. It's 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 it ha, it's not bad, as long as you can realize the characters that are saying the inappropriate things are the inappropriate characters. The Jays right. talking and about I... drugs and you know how a kid could clean blow off his hand like. I think I just would um, have been able to swallow it a little better if somebody, if the show showed me a little bit that they understood that this isn't okay to say. You know, it does, it's not so much the saying of it as the, the no one no one acknowledging it as, like, not okay. I gotcha. I, I, but I, that's, I mean, I, that's, part, that's part of the clerk's brand, too, is, yeah. for, is to have that character, you know, be like that. And, you know, we also we also know, I think, pretty well that that's not Kevin Smith. You know, he. he no, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh no, no, and it it's like I said, it's old. It is it it is. I don't even, I can't remember if fifteen years ago, people were calling that stuff out. I don't think they were. I don't think they were. And I just kind of. I, get, I can't. I, I, I can't view it through that lens. To me. Okay. Even though I know like nobody was doing that at the time, to me it's just like, oh, okay. It takes a little of the enjoyment out of it for me. But that's just me. Okay. That's. I that's... still I still did enjoy watching it. I still laughed and you know I, this, I still it's love not, Kevin Smith it's, no matter what. It it <laughs> yes, it's still rife with a number of good jokes, a lot of visual gags, and and. It has the 
I, I don't know. This, I don't want to say it has the sensibility of Clerks. It, it's like Clerks Light. So it's... It's Clerks Light and that doesn't take place on Earth. Yeah. Because it's just... It's not grounded in reality, like, at all. Not even. No. In, the first, in the first minute of the first episode, somebody bursts into flames for absolutely no reason. Is it safe? <laughs> Is it safe? <laughs> it was a really great opening gag. <laughs> I was really... What, that guy that keeps walking into the store, can you something to his tires? Can you vulcanize tires <laughs> while I wait yet? <laughs> Haven't you guys learned anything? <laughs> uh Good stuff. I enjoyed this. It was it was a nice trip down memory lane because I haven't seen this in ooh, I'm gonna say about ten years. So, <laughs> it is, it is a it is a fun show, and as long as you can, you can take it for what it is and not expect any sort of highbrow humor at all or anything that is that is that should be on the air. <laughs> like it shouldn't have been on television. Yeah, this was a <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. That we enjoyed immensely. <laughs> All right. Um, Chris, good pull. Thank you. Thanks. I, I, You're I, welcome. I appreciate I'm glad you enjoyed this, it. this trip down memory lane yet again. Um, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk some news. Stay tuned. This month on You Shall Not Pass Go, Jengus does story speculation. Our heroes talk about Jengus's new commander deck, and they go over Magic the Gathering's newest set, Rivals of Exelon. Then, staying in Exelon, Dave and Jengus talk about the newest Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons supplement, a trio of subclasses in Unearthed Arcana, and discuss the state of miniatures. In board games, they review the Dresden Files cooperative card game, and what do you mean? Finally, to round out this anniversary episode, they present the inaugural Dengue Awards. Are you curious who won? Then check out You Shall Not Pass Go, episode 24, The Dengue Awards. Ah, for our 50th episode of the Wave Back Music Podcast, Matt and I decided to take a look at the music of a classic from one of our very favorite series of video games, Metroid, and two of its modern remakes. Because the soundtracks of each are so short, we were able to listen to each... Uh, for to most of each one of them and kind of compare the similarities and differences and make some very interesting observations. Find out how the music of AM2R, Metroid Samus Returns, and Metroid 2 Return of Samus for Game Boy stack up against one another in Waveback Episode 50, Metroid 2 Comparison. For our 15th visit to the Nonstop Comic Shop, the guys take a look at two miniseries whose titles each feature the word bow. First up is the Lethal Foes of Spider-Man, not to be confused with the deadly, fatal, unhealthy, or deleterious foes. It's an entertaining yet bloated scrub of a story where six bad guys too many fight over a pulse rifle from Alien. Then we have Fantastic Four, Foes, featuring snappy, engaging dialogue written, written by Robert the Talking Dead Kirkman and some embarrassingly lazy copy-and-paste artwork from someone who strangely isn't Greg Land. It also stars special guest villains, Sexy Iron Man, Jurassic Park Cashin Man, Whatever Power He Needs Right Now Man, Cyborg Dead Husband Man, Nazi Made of Bees Man, The Iconoclast, and Madame Butterface. Bo, all this and more, download Nonstop Comic Shop Episode 15, Bo Your Consideration. 
You can catch all this great stuff plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Hey, Chris. Hey, Evan. How you been? I've been all right. How you been? Uh, not bad. Okay, good. Doing a I, I have a lot better than the people in uh, Universe 11. Oh, no. I've been sorely missing the, the, the Dragon Ball Super 60 second summary. Can you catch me up? I can do my best. Since we were off last week, I got I got a double shot. That's Ooh. fine. It's fine. I can make this work. All right. Whenever you're ready, sir. And here we go. Okay, so uh, we're st- we're right at the end of the Tournament of Power. Uh, Tapo, who was going up against um, Android eighteen and sorry, Android seventeen and Frieza at this point, he decides, you know what, I'm a god of destruction now because apparently he was up for the running for a god of destruction and just had to like give up on everything he believes in. Well, he decided to do that so that he could be an actual god. So uh, he's fighting against Frieza and kicking the crap out of him and the android. And then Vegeta decides, nah, I'm going to take him on. So in this in this episode, that was the first episode. Now, the second episode, Vegeta is basically powering him, himself up to take on an actual god. We're supposed to believe that Frieza and, uh, the, and Android 17 are dead, but you know, there's no body of Frieza in or out of the ring, so he's going to pop back up at some point. Goku's taken on Jiren alone, and Vegeta actually does succeed in in defeating Tapo, a literal god, uh, through going just super powering himself up, and now it's up to uh, Goku to fight powered up Jiren. I, I feel I feel complete now, sir. Thank you. You are very welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials and the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary. Let's talk some news. Now, Karen, you posted up this first one, and it's from uh, Entertainment Weekly, and the title is The CW Orders a Roswell Reboot. Now, I couldn't remember Roswell, um, so I, I, I read it, and it sounds interesting. Um, I don't remember this ever happening. Was Roswell... You don't remember Roswell? No. Was, was, that was a, I'm assuming it was a real show? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just Just making sure. Um, it's one of them fake shows, and I mean this. This article goes on to talk about a number of coming up shows, and there's a lot of information out in this article. Um, but this is like the first of the articles that that I'm reading that that we're going to talk about this week that like solidified it for me that there's only like four people writing television shows now. Yeah, just reboot everything. I just reboot it. Or just like pick remake one of the yeah. Um, This sounds interesting. Definitely sounds like a CW show. Yeah, I mean, originally it was a WB slash UPN joint. So ooh, UPN. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, And in this article, it also states that Greg Berlanti has yet another project set at the CW with Spencer. Um. That has Berlanti is Arrowverse, right? Yeah, has nothing to do with superheroes. That's interesting. Sounds like it's like Berlanti version of Friday Night Lights. Ooh, ooh, Berlanti Night Lights. Uh... <sighs> Friday Night Berlantis. <laughs> There's no saving out. Friday right? Night Berlites, <laughs> Berlites. <laughs> I'm going to keep going until somebody stops me. <laughs> yeah. Then let me stop you there. Can't, I can't reach him to smack him. <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely can't. Um, so 
it's they're rebooting Roswell. Great. Yep. And it's going to be about immigrants instead of aliens or immigrants who are secretly aliens. I think. Yeah, mm. it has to have something to do with aliens. It's Roswell. Right. Well, they could be, I don't know. They could be illegal aliens in Roswell instead of extraterrestrial aliens in Roswell. But that's not but then, what the yeah. original show was. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much it's, about the original show. It's what I read in this little article, and it's about aliens. Right? Okay, well, and the and the new show is going to be about aliens. I'm just saying. Cool. Alien has more than one meaning. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hope Roswell does well. Wait. Oh, my God, Chris. You I weren't meant- here. You don't know what we went through. <laughs> what I went through. Just been saving these up. <laughs> Writing them all it. down. <laughs> Testing them out on me. It's been ridiculous. What do you think this sounds like? How do you like this one? Uh, next up you from Variety. Do you make Evan mad? <laughs> I think it sounds like you should sleep on the couch. <laughs> you have a very comfortable couch. It is. It's actually not a punishment at all. <laughs> Pro- I'd probably get a better night's sleep on that thing than in our actual bed. Anyway. Anyway, neither here nor you just there. Let, you let me know when you two are done. All right. <laughs> Variety brings us the information that Cartoon Network is working with Cal Arts, getting getting some uh, animation students some scholarships, and I think that's awesome. This is such a cool story. So I'm cool. So happy about this. Um, what is great about it is that it's based on merit. You can't apply for it. They just see how you're doing, and they just pick two people. I think they're splitting 15 grand, it said. So, yeah, and I think it's uh, the only prereq is that you have to like be doing an internship at Cartoon Network, which I guess plenty of people who want to yeah. go into animation do that. Yeah, they have the, you know, Cartoon Network and CalArts have been tight for a while. And a lot of their graduates get jobs at, at, at the network. So it just makes sense. Um, and within this story, the, it, the, it highlights the two that, that got the, the scholarship this time around. And one of them was uh, a, a foreign, ex- uh, I don't want to say foreign exchange student. She was, she was from out of the country. So she's not eligible for other state or you know within the united states financial aid or anything like that so this this is a great help for her she wasn't sure that she would be able to come back next year and finish out her her schooling so good on cartoon network man it also allows to bring in like other voices cartoon network other than like white people yeah yeah that's awesome they they ran a, the like a list of people who have graduated CalArts and what they have done for the network and everything from Dexter's Lab to I don't know We Bear Bears I don't know what that is but it's a cartoon I'm assuming good on Cartoon Network I mean they 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 are doing right by the students that that have brought them to where they actually are now. Because like, Cartoon Network is a th- is is a big channel, is is a huge network now, and it's because of the animators that that do the work. Uh, EW Entertainment Weekly. We're getting a look, our first look at is it Daniil? 
Yes. Daniil Ackles. Um, My arch rival. <laughs> your ne- nemesis. <laughs> she apparently is going to make an appearance on on the on the Supernaturals. So yeah. who, who is who is this person? It's this is Jensen, Jensen Ackles' wife. Oh, got it. <laughs> I think that the episode that I'm talking about in this article actually aired last week. Okay, no? maybe airs this week. So I, yeah, it will be the same night that it will be the night of the day this drops. Okay. Now, which ones, Jensen? Dean. Okay. So I actually have Dean, to play the Dean voice. Dean on this show, not Dean on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Which was always confusing. Um, okay. All right. I did not know that was his wife. Interesting. Good on him. Bringing in the family. Having fun. She's playing uh, Sister Joe, who is a faith healer, who has some sort of connection with Lucifer. We're not sure how. Um, but we get a couple of pictures, a couple of stills. Um, she will be interacting with just about everybody in the cast. So, good on them. Cool. Lock, yeah. Looks like fun. Despite my personal distaste for, you know. <laughs> Your nemesis. Your nemesis. For being an obstacle to my happiness. Um. <laughs> Hi, Chris. How are you? You good? All right. <laughs> Sorry, you say something? <laughs> Hasaba? You know, you know, to just let me go on there. about this. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'll check it out. Seems like a cool part for her. Yeah. I, and I mean, after 13 years, they ought to bring in the families. Is I mean, she an uh, actress? I don't know. <laughs> I know that they opened a brewery together, but that really is. Oh, that so makes sense. What? <laughs> what? I know that uh, Jared Padalecki's wife has had a major role in the show like pretty early on. So that's and actually, I think, where they met. Who is she? She was Ruby. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Good, cool. I always thought that Padalecki was the, ma- married to the girl from uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. That's not on S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore, that she's on that other show, the the, 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 the Star Trek wannabe. Adrian Palicki. Yes. Oh, her. I, Palicki, Padalecki, I got that confused for a while. So I gotcha. But they, w- I think they would make a cute couple. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> sci-fi.com I feel almost cer- yeah <laughs> moving on sci-fi.com yeah. brings us this next one HBO picks up J.J. Abrams new sci-fi fantasy series uh-huh okay Demonamondi 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 that's a that's a callback for the real old school wow. listeners Abamondi. <laughs> um, okay, so I totally forgot that HBO is up the creek after this year because they don't have the thrones anymore. Yeah, um, I didn't throw it in the feed because I forgot, but the Game of Thrones, they have a premiere date. It's the 4th of April, the 14th of April, 2019. Okay. Oh. So uh, whatever, I guess, wow. seven or eight weeks after that date, they're, they got... Nothing on Game of Thrones. So they're trying to, I, I don't know, pad the lineup, I guess, because all they got left is Westworld. <laughs> like, I, I, it's so let's let's get JJ in there. Give him other things to do because what he's, he doesn't have much on his plate, right? Just I don't know Star Wars. <laughs> eh, 
That doesn't take a lot of effort. No, right? That's, yeah, that thing runs itself. It makes itself. Thanks. <laughs> 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 He's also producing the Stephen King anthology, Castle Rock. Have we spoken about this? Nope. No. Oh, I am really interested in this. Castle Rock is a show that is it's a uh, Hulu show, and it's taking place in the town of Castle Rock, which is where sort of all of the Stephen Kingy stories take place around. So it is a whole... So it's a real bad place to live. Yeah, or, you know, fun. Depends <laughs> on you, why you like to spend your evenings. Um, yeah, he's also going to be producing that, executive producing that. Um, at, oh, he's co-writing and directing Star Wars Episode Nine. I didn't know he was co-writing. I thought he was just directing. Jesus Christ. He like does he just he is he doesn't like sleep either that or just really 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 likes money which is probably well, yeah, what it is. <laughs> um, he, he doesn't strike me as a guy who wants to sit idle. He seems like he wants to be working all the time. So, have we spoken about Fringe on this show yet? Nope. Ooh, ooh, because that's a that's a JJ joint. It sure is. I'm going to have to figure out which one of those I'm going to want to talk about. <laughs> Anywho. So, yes. JJ's got something going on with HBO, with Hulu, and Disney. <laughs> Man, oh, Chef, it's when it rains and pours, huh? Good for him. <sighs> just, just a, I just want a taste of that money. All right. It seems like the uh, this new HBO show is gonna be like female. Yeah. Okay. Family's matriarch is a scientist who's involved in a car crash with her husband and daughter. With her mother in a coma, the daughter decides to mess around with her mother's experiments and ends up transporting to another land amid a world's battle with against a monstrous oppressive force. The girl's father proceeds to follow her. So that's pretty cool. I like the premise. <laughs> It sounds sounds like fun. I just like I, give someone I else know, a job. Shit on J- <laughs> people shit on JJ Abrams like for Lost and getting out of control and things like that. Yeah, but, but that I you can't blame JJ for that. That that was a I network don't. problem. Like I, I was about to say uh, that I think he does great great stuff, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. I really enjoyed Fringe. I like. I liked his um, Star Trek. Like, yeah, me too. I, I, I mean, dug that he, quite a bit. I, and I am a fan. I thought The Force Awakens was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. I adore that movie with every fiber of my being. And uh, I thought his Star Trek reboots were movies were great. You know, the first one more than the second one, but still, I really enjoyed the second one. I like his TV shows. I like the stuff he slaps his name on. I'm, I'm, I'm game. J.J. Abrams is good by me. He's good people. <laughs> and we got the Chris approval. You go, J.J. Um, okay, so Amy Poehler, this, coming, this, this next one's coming from The Hollywood Reporter. Amy Poehler um, got a, a, show, a pilot picked up for NBC. Now, um, it, she's working with Asim Barata, Barat? Bar, Bar, Batra. Batra. Batroxy Leaper? <laughs> That's what ran through my head. Now, she has like she has some credits, but like I, I like I wouldn't like Scrubs, the Cleveland show, 
and there was there was another one. There was a third. Oh, and Marlin. So, like, this is like the other side of okay. So when you look at like JJ's line of work or or, or body of work, it makes sense why he's still getting jobs. Okay. But after the Cleveland show and Marlin, I, I and like. I don't know if I, I I can't I wouldn't I wouldn't watch whatever this is coming out based on those three credits. Well, I mean that uh, Batra is a writer, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yes. So writers sometimes have to like stick it out in in crappy writers' rooms on crappy shows. You know, just because the show sucked is not necessarily reflective of that person. You know, she's one writer in a writer's room. I get it that those those particular shows, you know, Scrubs aside, don't necessarily say, oh, well, this will probably be great. But, you know, maybe she was the good writer on a bad show. Okay. Well, I, I mean. And, you know, Cleveland's show was a moderate success. You know, it lasted, what, you know, a couple of seasons, right? I have no idea. I think so. I've never seen a single episode of it. I haven't either. I just feel like it, it was around for a little while and quality be damned if you work on a successful show that's kind of the more important thing in the industry if uh, my baseless assumptions are correct (laughs) (laughs) all right so this this show that was picked up for nbc um it's inspired by a book titled i feel bad all day every day about everything by really auslander 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 um Amy Poehler is the executive producer, and it is coming out of her um, paycheck. <laughs> uh, her company, pa- Paper Kite, right? If I read that? Yep. Yeah, so good for Amy. Um, it's single cam never... I, it's, I, I don't know what it is. It, it never appealed to me. Um, so... This is probably not going to be in my wheelhouse. Well, it's also about uh, a working mother. What are you trying to say? Karen? So, you, I mean, are you doesn't saying it's not for me? Seem like, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm trying I to not, say. You're a stay-at-home mom, and you know it. Am I not you the target audience? Like out there. <laughs> I, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad that she's getting some work, and I hope it does well. Um, and I'm glad that there is a show like this on TV. Well, there, there will be, hopefully. Just a pilot. Well, I'll watch it. <laughs> you go right on ahead and make more of it, NBC. I'll be there for you. <laughs> okay. Like you've been there before? I have been there before, excuse me. When the rain starts to pour? When the rain starts to pour and when it stops pouring, actually. Because they're there for you, too. That is that is very very true. You are you can't, going somewhere? Are you are you, you going to get to four hand claps with this or no? <laughs> I was no, no. That's just too far, Karen. All right. <laughs> really, really? That's how you're going to do that's me? That's the line. <laughs> that's the line. That's you know what? when it stops being funny. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> All right. I don't know Crunchy how you numbers. came about this article, Chris, <laughs> but this one's from NorthCoastJournal.com. 
it, j- it popped up in my Facebook feed, and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> yeah, you two are gonna have to explain this one to me because I read it and I still don't get it. So this woman who's on The Bachelor was reported missing like a couple of years ago. No, and last then, like, year. They, last year. That was last year. Yeah. And that they post these things in this local news like these people are still missing, and everyone's like, "Hey, I know her. She's on The Bachelor." Turns out she's on The Bachelor. <laughs> she's not actually missing. She's just on The Bachelor. And like she disappeared to go like live on I don't a know, pot farm. Live on a pot farm or something. And then she wound up on The Bachelor. It just cracks me up that this woman's legally missing. And then she, now she's cool. She's on a uh, she's on a reality TV show because I guess they don't check whether or not you're legally missing when you apply to be on a reality show. <laughs> What's funny is fantastic. It, she was reported missing by her mom who she hadn't heard from since, like, November of 2017, to go live on a pot farm, and then she ended up on The Bachelor. Now, the blogger... As you do. Yeah. The bloggers called Humboldt County and said, Hey, here's the thing. (laughs) I think she's on TV. You may want to look into this. It's not like they came about it themselves. Someone brought it to their attention. Um, she had been Instagramming. So she, like, she was on <laughs> social media. <laughs> it doesn't seem like she was all that hard to find. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, hey, she's safe. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. And she looks great well, in that green dress, right? Yes. Isn't as that- safe as one could be actually being on a reality yeah. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some some pretty fun. Co- the, the, the comment section in this story was pretty was pretty grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's. I'm looking at her missing persons picture, and like the bachelor promo picture. Yeah, I don't know how they connected those dots. I would have not I seen never, that together. Never would have seen that as like the same person. Never would have seen that. So, anywho. All right, so let, let's move over to Complex.com and yet again talk about the office revival that shouldn't be. Uh-huh. This article's headline made it seem like it was this big thing, like this big secret thing, like, oh, what's this one condition that she would do it under? And it's, it's that, like, oh, that, it's, that as long as Greg Daniels is in, involved, yeah, that's it. Bring bring back the other people. Yeah, that's it. Oh. That's her big clause. So, uh, uh, Jennifer... Flesher says she's in. Yay, she liked Pam. Jenna Fisher. It's official. So It's a Flesher. Flesher? It's a Fisher. Fisher? It's a Jenna Fisher. What? I don't what? care. I don't want... Fisher Stevens was in short circuit. I know we don't want this thing to happen, but I think for this project, this is a big win because I think a lot of people come back for Pam. You think so? Oh, wait. You, wait. You're talking audience-wise or... Yes. Okay. Well, I'm just holding it and look at da, 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 da. There was a couple other names that were that were listed that said they would already that would, you know Angela and Creed. Oh, okay. You know the selling points. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I I would especially be interested to see what they do um, with Jim and Pam, because I presume that John Krasinski is too big to do this thing. Like physically, he's Jack Ryan now. He's freaking bulked up. <laughs> oh. 
And, you know, since they, the two of them eventually became the worst, um, I, I would be very interested to, to see what happened to Jim and Pam. They, he came back and he, he did. He officially became the worst. Well, I hope we never find out. Me too. I mean, I truly, truly hope we'd never, ever find out. All right. Um, Deadline. This is... Okay, so this article, as I was reading it... I shouldn't say as I was reading it. I, I looked at the, the, you know, the, I guess the headline, and then there's two pictures. And this, the, the, the second photo, I looked at the guy's face, and I went, ooh, I know that person. How do I know that person? And they kept saying his name. I didn't know him by name. I didn't figure out who he was until the very end of the article when it says he's he he was an actor in that that singing movie. It's perfect. Yeah, and he was the weird magician good, dude. Good one. There's a movie literally called Sing, and you picked that one out. Good, because she read the article. Well, that's because, I, and and I know who Ben Platt is. There you uh, go. Fair enough. I'm still giving you credit for that one. All right, I'll take it. So Netflix. Neb's Ryan Murphy series, The Politician, Ben Platt's set, Barbara Streisand, and Gwyneth Paltrow in Talks to Star. There you go. That says it all. Ryan Murphy series. Um, Netflix is... I, I, okay, so if Barbara Streisand and Gwyneth Paltrow are in talks, I can only imagine how much this show costs. Seriously. Well I mean, over $12 I think- an episode. <laughs> And, and well, over. Ryan Murphy is, as well is a name, and I don't think Ben Platt works cheap either, since he won his Tony. That's so, true. Uh, so, um, but uh, this Ryan Ryan Murphy's never really been my jam, only because the, the shows, things that he does shows about, like American Horror Story, is his big thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a horror person, <laughs> right? So I've never really seen much Ryan Murphy TV. Um, though, didn't wasn't he? Didn't he do Glee? Am I crazy? Uh, oh, that does sound. That sounds right to me. Yeah, I, th- I, I think so. That's that definitely smells right. So, um, but this is this is a comedy. It is about politics. It stars Ben Platt. It's checking a lot of boxes for me, you guys. <laughs> well, there you go. And it ha- it it may have Barbara. So. <sighs> Netflix, I I think. Like that, there's talks about mergers and companies buying other companies. Netflix is still, like, in my opinion, like leading the way. Netflix has got fuck you money, all right. Like they truly, truly do. <laughs> it's amazing and good for them. Good for them. They put out. They they put Evan and I's old company out of business. Oh, that's so and, true, uh, sons of bitches! I just remembered that. <laughs> They're the reason Hollywood video isn't around anymore. Well, it was Blockbuster first. Then they yeah. put Blockbuster out of business. It was a domino effect. Yeah. They, Hollywood they video. Anyway, Holy shit. So, yeah. But what did I... Oh, me and the missus, we watched a Netflix movie the other night. And we both went, ooh, that wasn't good. And we both tried to think about another Netflix joint that we weren't happy with. I couldn't think of anything else. What's that? Iron Fist? 
I, but there were points. Everyone hated Iron Fist. <laughs> everyone hated Iron Fist, but I'm a comic book guy, and I'm really forgiving when it comes to comic book stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't hate Iron I Fist. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was the worst it. of the run. Um, But it was this. The, the runs are the worst. Yeah, they are. Um, Oof, guys. This movie, was it 13, was it? 13 Reasons? You know the kid, the, the, the male character, the lead male in 13 Reasons? 13 Reasons? No, we do not. Oh shit! It's like it's the only thing I know him from, and I can't remember. It was, it was not Apparently that, a good that movie. That Cloverfield thing they dropped last night wasn't all that hot. Oh, did they did they do a, a Cloverfield thing? Oh, yeah, there's a brand new Cloverfield movie showed up on Netflix last night, like right before the Super Bowl. As a Netflix, yep. Really interesting. As a Netflix original, and also uh, somebody I follow on Twitter tweeted. Uh, Pretty shortly after starting it, it's, it's pretty apparent why this was a straight-to-Netflix situation. <laughs> well, it, there's a difference between straight-to-Netflix and a Netflix property. Like, does it have the Netflix banner over it? It does have the Netflix banner All right, over then. it. They even, there was even an ad for it during the Super Bowl. Ooh. Well, like, you know, they try. They can't all be winners. I mean, look, I'm not saying it's necessarily bad either. It's just I, I, I heard some people hated it. And I heard some other people liked it. So the movie was called Open the Open House. Huh. Never heard. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Like it was not like, like it was supposed to be a suspense horror movie. So you probably won't like it, Karen. But <laughs> we were already not in danger of watching that. So it was. I was like, man, no, bad, 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 bad. On the flip side of the coin, uh, I watched uh, something called A Feudal and Stupid Gesture on Netflix. Oh, I I really want to watch this. It was great. It's about the creator of National Lampoon, and it was (sighs) fantastic. I I see that right. I will check that out. Highly recommend. I enjoyed Bright, that one that that was with um, Will Smith, sci-fi. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was another one. People hated Hated on that movie. Hated on it. I enjoyed it. It was all right. You know, not gonna win any awards, but it was fine. <sighs> All right, let's let's talk about SNL. Um, I did this. Did, this was before the game, right? Yes, this was on Saturday. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> I like the I like that the title is Tina Fey and Rachel. How do you say that last name? Dratch. Dratch returned for Philadelphia versus New England showdown. I watched the clip that is embedded in in this article, and I enjoyed it. Like this sketch it, was this sketch was funny. Nailed it. <laughs> um, it's like New England. It's just you know the 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 sports rivalries set in ye olden times. <laughs> like yes, in in, rev, in revolutionary time. <laughs> it was funny and lots of good references. Dunkin' Donuts, Wawa, and it just it was funny. And um, what's what's her? Who's the host? Uh, the girl, uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's horrible accent is worth watching. <laughs> In itself, <laughs> it was bad, but I think yeah, it was supposed to be purposefully um, bad. Like it was really bad. Pe- people shit on SNL, but my God, this was like this was perfect. I only recognized outside of the host two people in the cast. 
well, I think that's to be respected since you don't watch the show, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but uh yeah, I mean this was this was a fucking masterpiece. It was it was done very, very well, very entertaining. Um speaking We should probably talk a little bit about Super Bowl commercials, right? We don't have a, a specific thing laid out in here about commercials, do we? No. We do not. No. No. I just wanted to give a special fancy shout out to the Tide commercials. They were absolutely amazing. Uh, did you guys watch any of those today? No, I did not. I should. It's you really should. It's it's it, David Harbour's in them. Okay, and he's just it's just a delight. There, he's wonderful. It's a series of commercials. Like they explain them in one commercial. It's absolutely hysterical. And then there's just these completely believable commercials. Are, are happening later on and David Harbour just shows up. It's like, no, nah, it's a Tide commercial. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely great. You got to check them out. Right. And also, what was it? K- uh, Cure Auto with the smiley yes. face? Oh, man. These guys were like MVPs for me because uh, they their commercials flat out called the Patriots cheaters. <laughs> like during the Super Bowl, just straight up not hiding any animosity, just... The Patriots are cheaters. Buy our insurance. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I'm, I just quickly looked up an article. It says the five best Super Bowl commercials from Tide to Tide. So I'll throw it. We'll throw that in the show notes so you can take a look at that. It's got a link that shows uh, Tide, a Doritos commercial. Oh, yeah. The Doritos commercials are pretty good. Um, Alexia loses her voice. I keep seeing that like as a headline. I haven't checked that one out yet. All right, it's an Amazon. That one was cute. Uh, Tourism Australia Dundee Super Bowl ad uh, and touchdown celebration. So we'll we'll throw that in there so you yes. can it, it at least links to some of them so you don't have to hunt them down. The, also, uh, like the actual MVP of the Super Bowl was Justin Timberlake's uh, Mike Stand on a Spring. It was amazing. <laughs> Did uh, you guys see that? Did, I mean, I know you saw it, Devin. Did you see that? No. He just comes out and he's got this this mic stand and it's just sitting in the middle of this little thing. And it's cool. And he starts, you know, batting it around kind of like, you know, uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith mm-hmm. doing his business. But then he lets go and it just starts waggling back and forth. I'm like, holy crap, that's on a giant spring. That is brilliant. How is this the first time I'm seeing this? This is amazing. His mind was blown. Going <laughs> back to commercials for one second, uh, like the unsung hero for me, like everybody's talking about the Tide one. The uh, the Doritos one, the one with uh, Eli Manning doing the touchdown dance with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. The one no one is talking about that I loved so much because it was so simple was a commercial for Groupon. <laughs> just just Google Groupon Super Bowl commercial. It's simple but effective, and it made me laugh my ass off. It may have been the three beers in <laughs> but it was funny. Ooh, okay. So we have to look look at that through through a certain set of set of glasses there. Okay. I think you'll still laugh sober. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll check it out. Um speaking of Super Bowl, uh Hulu says their Super Bowl outage, like they were streaming it live, uh was ca- caused by a program extension glitch. Apparently due to the fact they said that the Super Bowl like they they set all their computer stuff for the Super Bowl to end at 10. When it went later than 10, Hulu exploded and their live streaming went kaputski. So everything's fine now. But just think about it. Everything's fine. We're all fine. Fine. How are you? How are you? (laughs) Just, I don't know. I, I haven't spoken to anybody that was actually watching it on Hulu. 
But just imagine, just imagine you're you're hosting a Super Bowl party. I know that, like in our house. Oh, it oh, it was work. fun. It was fun. We had we had a good time. So we got our basement here, right? And we got this. Uh, we got a, we got a box upstairs, and we got a box downstairs. And we don't use the box downstairs all that often because uh, we really just watch use it for watching football. So we, you know, a little bit before people are starting to show up and come downstairs, check out the cable box. Guess what doesn't work anymore? Our freaking cable box. So I call up Comcast, and they're like, "Yeah, that just kind of happens sometimes. You're gonna have to bring it in and get another one." Yeah, yeah, I am. How long has it been out? Oh, we don't know. Oh, so you don't know how long it's been on your screen saying that I haven't been getting service, but I'm getting charged for service, but it's on me to let you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's awesome. And then the the actual feed went out at some point upstairs, which I think was also a Comcast thing because the commentators were No, I think that was it. like global. Like that was, that was just the feed. That wasn't. Gotcha. Yeah, that was, that was kind of scary. I was like, oh, oh, you're doing this to me here too? I was ready to drive over to Comcast and like basically act like an eagles fan because yeah philadelphia's on fire did you guys see that overturned car uh wawa was completely demolished <laughs> like why take it out on wawa that's just i don't know there's like a crowd and those philly mob fans philly fans throwing food all, all over the place smearing it on the windows people yelling like everything's free place got totally looted there's a macy's that got their door smashed in uh, all these like giant flower pots were overturned. You know, <laughs> not the flower everywhere. pots. I'm talking like the huge, huge ones that are like twice as like big a, as me. A like, planter, the, yeah, okay. like a planter that a tree would just be sticking out of. Yeah, all those were flipped over and on the side of the road. Like, I don't know why we're so excited to team one. Let's destroy our city. I, I would. I never understood that. I, I, Made it never makes sense to me. I don't care who, where you are, what sport you're watching. It just doesn't make sense. Anywho, it, anywho, it was just a glitch. They fixed it. It's fine now. Good job, Hulu. Um. Okay, so I am not caught up on Supergirl. I have them all. I have to watch them. So this article makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Supergirl's Odette Annabelle previews the arrival of a second world killer, flirts with the idea of Alex and Sam. Who's Sam again? Sam is uh, Rain. Oh. Yeah. So, so help uh, me. Uh? Can you explain any of that to me? Um, so Sam is Rain. Uh, she's, a, she's like, goes, like, she's basically got lost time. She becomes this supervillain, and her actual person is just kind of like doesn't know what's going on when she's rain. Okay, she's the woman who saved her kid in the beginning of the season by like stopping the car, and the kid's like, "You have superpowers, mommy!" And she's like, "Bullshit, I do. I got work to do." And then she gets a job working for Lena Lena Luther. <laughs> yep, none of this got nothing, but I like it. <laughs> I have. Uh, it's very I, cool. Yeah, it's, she's been. It's been a really cool arc. Um, her mask is dumb as hell, though. I just wish they would do something better with that mask. Because other than that, it's like this season's been great. Is that is that the image that's on the article? Yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's like the weird. It's like a you know bunch of zip ties on her face or something. <laughs> Decorative zip ties. <laughs> Decorative zip ties. How is that on a her thing? <laughs> All right, so and so she's a world killer, and there are a couple more world killers coming. Girl's gonna have to fight them. 
Uh, and Supergirl can't even really beat Rain. Uh, so this is a problem. Okay. Where she's got, what are they called? The Legion of Justice? Oh, she's oh the Legion of Superheroes. Full on Legion of Superheroes. Really? Rocking the, we, got, we got a Brainiac. We got... Monel all legioned out. Yeah, that's Legion of Superheroes. So from the, the rings, future? The from the future? Yep, from the future. Oh, now I gotta watch this shit. Okay. I, we're gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> well, I have... I, yeah. But now I have to watch it now. Um, I think they're all stored on my DVR. My DVR every once in a while just turns on and starts recording something because I haven't... I per- <laughs> you're gonna say it turns on and starts crying. <laughs> it does every once in a while. Watch me. Pay attention to me. <laughs> So, Where have you been? So I, I have been dating someone for a couple of months now, and I'm going to say four days ago, I turned on my television and like, you know, I have one of those universal remotes that if you like, it says watch TV and it turns the TV to this channel and this to that and it turns that on and, to, and she actually clicked watch TV and it turned on my cable and she looked at me and she went, you have cable? Yeah, three and a half months hasn't been on solidly, but I'm pretty sure I have all of Supergirl stored on there. Maybe some Arrow too. God. Arrow's been pretty good too. God, gotta... the main thing that I got out of this article is that they're hinting that if something happens to Sam, that Alex would get custody of Ruby, and I like totally fucking called that. She it. actually did. She did. Okay. She called that the other day when we were watching. I was like, oh, hey, that's yeah, that makes sense. What I mean, doesn't it, it necessarily doesn't make sense, but what doesn't make sense to me is Alex and Sam as a couple, as we've seen no indication that Sam, uh, that Sam is gay. But I mean, I'm not saying it would be bad. I'm just saying it would be out of nowhere. We also saw no indication that uh, Alex was gay until they decided to make that happen. I suppose that's true. <laughs> not that they didn't do a good job of explaining that away, but uh, wait, they still. explained away her gayness. No, no, they her... explained why it came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, and it was. <laughs> what it was have I missed on this show? She's not gay anymore. Pretty well done. No, no, no <laughs> they 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 explained that pretty well. It was never really felt right for her. Interesting. I get it. Makes sense. Good job, show. Supergirl's good. Watch Supergirl. It's a good show. I'm going. Serious. I will. I promise. I swear. It's not Shakespeare, but it's damn entertaining. <laughs> it's not Shakespeare, but damn entertaining. All right, so let's let's hit some more Super Bowl news or. Post Super Bowl news, if you will. This is us scores TV's biggest post Super Bowl rating in six years. Even and you know what I did today? What I made dinner in the crock pot. Fuck you, show. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know what that means. I know, but people who watch this is us probably do. Okay. I don't know what that means, but that's because I'm avoiding spoilers. Okay. So, um. Apparently, this the, the episode that aired after the Super Bowl did really well, um, even though the Super Bowl has been down like consistently over the past eight years, just continuously dropping. Um, Jesus, a 16.2 in the ratings for This Is Us. So that's great. That's great. Well, I mean, they, it was kind of like the big deal. They were like, all right, you're finally going to find out how uh, how he died in this one. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, great. Porn, for sure. uh, grief porn that that so perfectly explains this show <laughs> G-R-E- well uh, not an original karen uh phrase but i'll take credit thanks well you better because it's going to be the show title um so yeah good for them 
piggybacking off of that football stuffs. I don't know. Is it, how like it said that it did really well, but what is it before the Super Bowl? We're up fifty nine percent from last year's disappointing premiere. Okay, so that's from what is it in comparison to itself? Oh, I don't know. I know the show does well, okay. but I don't know how well. Yeah, that's not. That's, it is a hit. It's not. It's not it's mentioned. A really good show. So. All right. Well, good for them. Um. <laughs> so apparently, Kevin Hart watched the Super Bowl and got a little drunk, and then proceeded to try and get on television repeatedly. <laughs> uh he, I, You'd think Kevin Hart wouldn't have to try too hard to get on TV. Right. But well, he was shooed and pushed away a couple of times and then made it on to the NFL Network's after show and dropped an F-bomb and stated that he has been drinking. Oh, Kevin. Okay. Like, I, there's a couple of pictures. One of them was from Yahoo Sports, and you could literally see Kevin. It looks like he's getting manhandled, and everybody around him is gigantic in comparison to him because he's surrounded by football players. And he tiny little guy, itty bitty little man. (laughs) So there you go, Kevin Hart's just beat Kevin. Okay, so Chris, you posted this next one, and. There are parts of this article that bother me a lot. Okay? One of them is not the title of it or the the fact that it's the first African American April. That does not bother me at all. No, yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. What bothers the shit out of me is that they totally Is everything else? Totally everything changed else? the turtles. <laughs> um so look, I don't look. All right, so yeah, let's let's just explain this. There's a new Ninja Turtles cartoon coming on, mm-hmm. and this is one of those situations that's that's kind of obviously Turtles is a pretty important brand to me, and the the cartoon that they're coming off of was fantastic. It was just top to bottom, really, really, really damn good. Um, and I haven't even seen all of it, <laughs> but what I have seen was uh, was extraordinary. So. Uh, They've got this new show coming straight, like, hot off the heels of the the old show. It's just, there's no break in between. It's just one right to the other, Mm -hmm. as long as a season break. And this is... uh, We'll call it a reimagining. It's it's a reimagining, and it looks, it's striking me as change for change's sake, which I think is never a good thing. It's one of the reasons I didn't care for uh, Wolverine and the Mm -hmm. X-Men, because... Wolverine and the X-Men was an animated series based on the X-Men, obviously, where they decided, screw it, Wolverine's the leader, because Wolverine's the cool guy. But there's a reason Wolverine's not the leader, because he's not a leader. And this new Ninja Turtles thing, they're like, all right, Raph's the leader now, because Raph's the cool guy. Well, that's the dynamic, that Raph is not the leader because he's the cool guy, and Leonardo's not cool. That's why he gets to be leader, because he, he has that responsibility. But even if you wanted to play that card... Which I, I'm I'm not a fan of. Whatever. If you want to play that card, I'm I'm fine with that. There's been so many reiterations of the Ninja Turtles. I don't really want to begrudge them changing anything because I'm not opposed to change. Mm-hmm. I'm opposed to crappy change. And these character designs are putrid, horrible. They're horrible just looking. gross looking. I I don't I don't understand, man. Like they they made Leo's got these weird red lines on his face. He, they and, are four different types of turtles. 
Like, um, red-eared slider. That's why he has red on his face. That's the type of turtle he is. Um, Donatello is a soft-shelled turtle. Okay. Uh, Michelangelo is a box turtle. And Raphael is a snapping turtle. So, I mean, what are they? They can't be brothers. They are still <laughs> brothers, though. But the, it doesn't make sense. They're different species. Correct. <laughs> that bothers me. The fact that... That is so wrong. They they took away and changed the weapons to just change the weapons. Weird. Like some of them's energy weapons or something like that. I don't know. Michelangelo doesn't have nunchucks anymore. Raphael doesn't it's have like, the size. Right, I get I get if you want to take away the blades, right? It's a kid's cartoon, but like they're just replacing them with other weird stuff. And Leonardo's still got the freaking swords. And it's like a two-handed, like, uh, like a fucking look, a barbarian looking. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And they're like, but hey, we made April black. It's like, well, good for you. Who cares? Like, <laughs> like that's great. But that's that. That's not something, one, you shouldn't be calling attention to that. Just do it. Just do it. Like, just do it. Because it, it doesn't. That's one of those things. It's like, don't pat yourself on the back for for making April O'Neil black. Like, that character's not. There's nothing about that character that's based on her race. So yeah, making her black is fine. But don't pat yourself on the back when you're doing all this stuff too. Like, just do it. Just just do uh, it. And and you know, it could be good. It could be solid entertainment for all I know. But this is smelling a lot to me like. Teen Titans to Teen Titans Go. Yes. Or no, it was a young... Ju- yeah, Teen Titans... Exactly, Teen Titans to Teen Titans Go, where they were just like, you know what, now everything's chibi and crazy and super comedy, and, you know, some folks like it, some folks don't. I'm sure some kids will dig this, and it'll be their first introduction to the Turtles, and that makes me sad, just like the Michael Bay movies make me sad, but it's what it is. The The current comic run still exists, and it's amazing, and the previous two Ninja Turtles cartoons were outstanding. They still exist, so let them let them eat cake. <laughs> so if you don't want to watch a, a possibly shitty version of the Turtles, watch an amazing version of Voltron. Because yes. that is coming. Season five release date, uh, March second. When would when? Really soon. Yeah, was that? It was. That's really soon. Yeah, like, I, I was just about to ask like, when was when did the last, like, the last two seasons were shorties, but they were real close yeah, to each were, other. They complemented each other, and uh, I, I think it was just a couple of months ago. It wasn't that long. Right, ago. Okay. They're on some sort of expedited schedule with these, which I am fine with. <laughs> Crank these out as, as much as you want, because they're doing just fine. And, and I am are you I, caught oh, up? loving where the, I am caught okay. up. Yeah, And it's holding it strong. It's still good. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very much so. Very much so. Well, there you go. It's as, it's as good as it, is, it has ever been. It is uh, just a fantastic show. That's how you reimagine something. Very smart. But, I mean, it's hard to go wrong with the team that did Avatar and mm. Legend of Korra. It's very know, true. That, very true. Um, did if I'm not mistaken, they did not state how many episodes were in this season, though. Correct? Because uh, not in that article. Yeah, I don't the think. first two seasons had what thirteen, and then they dropped it to like half for those. Yeah, they dropped it like half, but then they did. See, that's where where I'm kind of 
iffy on what they're calling these two different seasons. Like that last one wasn't two seasons. It, that was a, a season and then a break, a and then break. they came back. Yeah, it was a mid-season break. That wasn't that wasn't a season finale that they See, ended on. The it was thing. just a straight up. It, it's on Netflix. Episode cliffhanger. It's on Netflix, so it's not. There is no break. There's no I, reason. For that's break. true. There's yeah. They don't air in that kind of way. That's so weird. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> well, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Show's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good show. March second. Watch your Netflix. Voltron. Let us know what you think. All right. Um, I, does I? Does anybody care that Viacom and CBS are merging? Possibly. I mean, don't know what it means. Nothing. Like, they were originally what together. What does Viacom have? Weren't they originally? It, if I'm not mistaken, what? it actually says in this article that at one point in time they were the same entity, and then they split. Because isn't CBS the entertainment and Viacom the advertising firm? I thought. I guess I, I couldn't tell. I. It's like I. I don't think I don't care. <laughs> it's even. Even if it, like, like it's two, let's say it's two entertainment companies, it's still Viacom and CBS. It's yeah, I don't particularly care about either of them. It just seemed important, so I <laughs> threw it in there. <laughs> it seemed important. Well, either way, there's a thing. It's a possibility, and they're not even saying it's happening. There, they are okay okay with exploring the possibility of a merger good for them oh boy all right uh finally <laughs> uh i guess it's official is it official yep xfl is coming back people yeah it is 2020 Hooray. you really have a problem with the nfl you now will have another option You'll now have something else to have a problem with. <laughs> so, uh, Vince McMahon's going to be in charge, shockingly enough. I can't believe this got greenlit. I can't believe somebody <laughs> in a position of power was like, yeah, you know what, do that again. <laughs> that went so horribly the first time. Let's do that again. The first season will have eight teams around the country playing a 10-week schedule. The initial outlay of money is expected to be around 100 million dollars the same amount of wwe stock vince mcmahon sold last month hmm hmm interesting so yeah <laughs> i want i yeah. would explain his relationship with uh who gives a shit whether trump supports it or not uh <laughs> <laughs> McMahon said being the only owner of all the teams will allow him to do whatever he wants. I can say, here are the rules, and as long as you're playing football in the stadium for us, you follow these rules. That's frightening. Isn't it such a terrible idea? There's everything wrong with this. There's so many things wrong. Why? Like, they keep giving him enter. Yo, wrestling is huge, and I don't... Look, Dan, I apologize, all right? Dan, Carlos, everyone I know who is, like, super into wrestling, I'm sorry, I do not get it, and I tried. Dan 
All right, last week's while of wrestling, the one that just passed this weekend, was Dan's already claiming uh, this this thing that happened in January is match of the year. Nothing's going to top this match. He's like, you just have to watch it. You can't not watch this. You can't watch this and not just appreciate what's happening. First off, I clicked on the video and it was like forty minutes long. I was like, all right, well, I already don't appreciate that. <laughs> and then I I did. I sat there and watched it for a solid I don't know seven or eight minutes. It, I I couldn't. I did. I could not see. I don't see what the draw is. I could not connect with it in any way. I'm looking at it like, I don't get it. I don't get what this is. I don't see why this is so entertaining. And but man, listening to Dan talk about it is is amazing because he's he's seeing literally seeing all these things that I cannot see, and it's it's <laughs> and you're even trying to see them. I'm straight out. I'm legit trying to see them, and I and I I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, sir? I don't like it. Well, there it is. The end of football as we know it. The XFL. All right, people, that's all we got. Chris? Hey, how you doing? Got a spiel for me? I haven't heard the spiel in a while. I do. I'm just, I'm, I'm poking some things here. Give me one, poke, give me one poke, second here. Poke. I'm just, just poking you, things. I'm recording a podcast, first. sir. Well, yeah, I'm multitasking. <laughs> the multi-poker. I'm, I'm multi-poker. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm updating I all of the... I am mildly uncomfortable right now with this conversation. You know you, you know what you were getting into. <laughs> what did, do, 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 do. <laughs> How have you not memorized this thing yet? You know what? I'm sure that if I really tried to do it without it, I'd still screw it up. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, where is that? Oh, boy. That's on a totally different web page. I don't even have it open because I was going in blind. I was like, I don't need show notes. I got this. Oh, wait. I do need show notes. I, I, I don't I don't got nothing. I don't got it. But I'll tell you what you got. What you can get is in touch with us at mailingkeycade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at Jute underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new as frequently as we can. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, so happy to be back. Um, and it is my turn. So I watched this show a while ago. And when I first watched it, I was curious to see how you two would feel about it. So I'm going to make you watch it. The show is called The Magicians. We're going to watch Ooh. season one, episode one. And, cool, man. And it is called Unauthorized Magic. It is a CFE special, so check it out, okay? I have been meaning to check out this show because of today joining the cast. So thanks, Evan. You're, yeah. you're welcome. I... I I, I'm I'm really curious as to how you guys are going to react to it. So there it is. The Magician Season 1, Episode 1, Unauthorized Magic. And that wraps it up for this week's episode of this week's episode. Yay! Another one.
Yay, I'm so happy to be back. I missed you guys so we freaking much. We missed you. We're happy to have you back, too. Oh, my God. It was It was like, it's been a month, at least, right? Been at least four yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's been at least. Been away, had some family stuff, but I am very, very happy to be back. I appreciate everybody's patience and for the stuff that was going on in my life, all of the support of everybody out there. Um, thank you. From all of us here... At this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Well played, clerks. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.